This podcast, The Two Mats, is sponsored as ever by the New European Newspaper. And we've got a very special subscription offer for you, a new one, where you can get a free bollocks to Brexit passport cover. That's right, you heard that right, folks. It's a burgundy, like vegan leather, beautifully designed passport cover. Pleather. To, to have pleather, that's what, that's what they call it, isn't it? Pleather. To hide your um, new British blue. The shame of the, the blue shame, The shame passport. of the blue passport. And you can get your free bollocks to Brexit passport cover free with a subscription to the New European from just £1 a week. So to take this fantastic offer, and trust me, if you like this podcast, you will absolutely love the New European, go to theneweuropean.co.uk forward slash two mats. That's the number two, M-A-T-T-S, and there's a link in the show notes. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello and happy Sunday. I hope it's going well happy for you Sunday. so far. Uh, welcome to our regular Q&A session. Absolutely. Matt, uh, shall I read the first question? Sure. It's from Olivier in France. Hello. Uh, Bonjour. The, the SNP needs Tory governments to push left of centre voters towards the idea of independence. Should Labour adopt the following phrase at the next general election? Vote SNP, get Tory. <laughs> well, it's a good question because it's certainly has been true that the SNP thrives under Tory governments. Um, the exception, I suppose, to the principle was when generally was when Ruth Davidson, now in the Lords, was leader of the Scottish Tories in Scotland, um, uh, and and it looked like there might be a realignment, but that's not the case anymore. I mean, to the point that Olivier raises, um, Labour needs to pick up a fair number of seats. He's only got two at the moment, um, Edinburgh yeah. South and Rutherglen and Hamilton West, which it won in a by-election in, I think, October with a 20% swing. And I, I guess there are, what, there are 70 three seats in the Commons from Scotland. It would be disappointing for Starmer if he didn't get 20-plus. He needs he needs a breakthrough yeah. in Scotland yeah. um, to take the, the heat off the you know reliance upon England. Yeah. Um, well, also just to get over the line, doesn't he? Just you know? to get over yeah. the line. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's such a big swing. So, yeah, uh, so yeah absolutely. Um, and and I think they might, whether they'll, Labour will adopt that as an official slogan i don't know but certainly on the doorstep it'll be yeah. you know if you get wrote smp you'll get the tourists i don't think definitely the issue the sort of heat of independence seems to have diminished a little bit perhaps we can 
hear from some of our Scottish listeners. Very interested to hear that. But and I'm sure there, are, you know, within within big communities, it's still as vehement as ever was. But I do think it's probably, you know, the cost of living and all the scandals around the SNP have probably taken their toll a little bit. In terms oh, very of, much so. And I think like, that uh, it's one of those moments where, you know, UK politics will be probably the first issue. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But Labour has to make that happen. I mean, they, yeah. it, 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 that they'll have to devote quite a lot of resource to that. Terrific. Thank you, Olivier. Okay, uh, really enjoyed your discussion about the post office scandal. Thank you. Uh, the thought I kept coming back to was, where was the trade union in all of this? Shocking that the sub-postmasters were not represented. Steph on Spotify. Thanks so much, Steph. Yeah, well, where were they? You know, It's a very good question. I mean, it, I suppose underpinning it is the fact that the... Uh, National Federation of Sub-Postmasters is quite a weak body. When you mm. compare it to the Communication Workers' Union, um, yeah. it, it doesn't have much muscle. Yeah. Uh, and the, the the noble exception to this was that in, uh, I think, 2008 or nine, uh, Michael Rudkin, who was the, the, at the time the chair of the Federation, went, went, made the famous visit to Fujitsu's headquarters and worked out that they were secretly altering the accounts of the sub-postmasters in Horizon. So th there was some uh, representation there. But the truth is that Alan Bates, the famous Alan Bates, as played by Toby Jones in the Mr. Bates versus the Pro Post Office uh, mega series wouldn't have had to form yeah. his own alliance, you know, the yeah. Justice for Sub-Postmasters Alliance, if the Federation had been doing what it did. And was it that the scene, Did was that the guy in the in the drama who did show up and was an, yes. initially abused, but then told his yes. own story? And, yes. And kind of, yeah. I mean, yeah. what, 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 I mean, the story, there are so many angles to this story, as we know, um, but it was actually a, a, a kind of object lesson in how difficult it can be if people have no no union or organized yeah. labor movement to to go to and yeah. they felt you know when Bates got them all together they were all amazed that's it yeah. to discover that they'd had the same experiences now that it shouldn't have taken one extraordinary individual to do that, that that's right that should have been a, a union job the iniquity that still strikes me is worth hammering home again and again and again is that everything seems to have been pinned on Paul the Vanels and her period yes. but it's this started a long time before she long came into into power and you know there's a i'm sure it will all come out in the wash uh eventually hopefully people don't get bored of it as people tend to get bored of big issues you know suddenly it's the major I think issue Alan Bates will present, prevent us from getting i hope bored. so i hope so but i think there's um the wrongdoing uh if we're going to learn anything about it, it's not just about kind of prosecuting f failure and mistakes and corporate like hostility towards its employees we've got to try and learn something about how these seeds take hold yes. you know and, and and the seeds took hold a long time before paula vanell's got they did, and, the and they were they weren't partly political um I and mean, we can argue and i think we should that that um you know this government that's been in power now for 14 years should have done something yeah uh, yeah a lot sooner yeah but it was you know it was it was it back, set in yeah. place by uh, john major's government implemented by yeah. blairs and browns so it you know this is a this is a murder on the orient express as yeah. i think we said uh, on on an earlier podcast and i think that that's part of it but also i'm uh, you know as i wrote in the new european um uh, this week that it is incredibly important to start looking in a, in a very um, kind of ruthless and 
clear-minded way at the whole culture of outsourcing, the yeah. way that we give these big companies, you know, that Fujitsu, who in front of the um, a business uh, select committee in the Commons this week, finally sort of admitted that, yes, it, the technology had had all these glitches from the start and they're very sorry and um, they're going to pay up some money. Well, well, I thought that was impressive, actually. Yes, me. it was. But, it, you know, the, the uh, four people have killed themselves. Yeah, 236 yeah. people have gone to prison. I mean, all this was known yeah, by them. Yeah. More than twenty-five years ago, I thought. I th- the, 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 just to clarify, what I thought was impressive was that his use of the phrase "a moral obligation." Yeah, no, because better late than never. Yeah, but he—he's absolutely right. He has got a moral obligation, but it's impressive in the sense that they're almost alone in you know yes. Fujitsu, this corporation, in recognizing a moral obligation. To put well, this I right suppose in. they're facing. I mean, they rely on huge contracts, including men, many contracts that have been awarded since yeah. this and and actually right. uh, you know uh, during rishi sunak's do you think he might have been lent on a bit i don't know but might I, have been inserted but, i mean the, pro- the problem is that um i don't know about that but i think it, it won't have been necessary because the government and governments around the world will be very reluctant to have to you know blacklist fujitsu yeah which would actually be if you think about it the the right thing to do yeah okay maybe my um impressive reactions no you're right it, it was the right thing to say yeah. but i think that I would have liked him to have said it in about, about 2001. 2001. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Brilliant. Thank you for that question. Data protection laws allow some data sharing for crime investigation. How much trouble will Fujitsu in the post office face if it's shown the real aim of sharing data was to silence critics? Thank you, David Magister. Uh, well, I've got no idea. Is the answer to that? <laughs> I mean, I own my own. My only idea is that I assume the answer is a lot. Yeah. Um, it, it's the case. I mean, let's generalise out of the specific, which is that you know one of the things that came out of the post office scandal was that things that were meant to be um, confidential weren't, and mm. there was a porousness there that wasn't meant to happen. And and I think this is going to be one of the great civil rights issues of the next decade, which is we hand over data yeah. all the time um, without a care in the world, and there you know there is a there is a sort of regulatory legislative um, framework, but I honestly doubt it's keeping pace with technology. Well, it's, it's the, do you remember the fuss around GDPR? Yes. Right. So, and I, and I remember being, you know, I was at the time I was working for a local newspaper company and we were very serious about making sure we were on the right side of GDPR because, you know, the penalties for not being so were alarming. But also we were very nervous about you know, well, a lot of people are going to start saying we can't have their data now. But of course, the reality now is that every bloody website you go onto, it says allow all cookies and you click allow all cookies yes. and move on. And move so on. We are all blithely granting huge amounts of permissions to to uh, data collecting businesses masquerading as as news they, websites. They, they call it in tech world, they call it TNC ignorant, which yeah, is terms yeah. and condition ignorant. Yeah, we, yeah. You know, we, we and I do it every day and I'm yeah. sure you do, too. You know, every time I, I go on a website and and if you're working at pace, you don't want to sit around reading yeah. DNC no. at all. So, uh, so, but I think we will will rue the day that we did all this. And, I think so. Yeah. Um, you know, it is. Everyone talks about it anecdotally how how their social media feeds appear to resemble what they're talking about. I mean, what that's they're right. actually that's right audibly talking about. That's right. Now, what's that all about? So, I I can't 
speak specifically to how much trouble Fujitsu and the post office will be in. But I think the issue that Dave raises is 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 going to be of greater great salience. There was a there was a great example. Of, I think it was a Tory MP. I might be wrong. There was a, certainly an MP who had complained in the comments about um, how how the level of advertising online had deteriorated and he was getting bombarded with, with I think it was adverts for some sort of leather fetish kind of company until it was explained to him that these were all personalised based on his search history. Oh, it's a nightmare. Well, I, I'm, I'm, I'm turning 56 quite soon and my Instagram feed is kind of how to get fit when you're 50 uh, yeah, with yeah, old I mean. men with eight packs, you know, just <laughs> click on this button, you know. Um, and it's very, yeah. very, very annoying. And But also, at the other side, life insurance, have you put That's money right. aside for your funeral, you know. Um, <laughs> Uh, would you, you know, would, would would you like to buy this cardigan, um, yeah. charming yes. cardigan, uh, or slippers? Like, leave it me is, alone. Yeah, I'm yeah, trying yeah. to be not yeah. ancient. And we gave them all that info for free. For just hanged yeah, it over, just so we could look at cat memes. Just sling it over. <laughs> Thank you, Dave. We, I'm not sure we answered your question brilliantly, but we gave it a best stab. Um, next question is from Pete via Spotify. And just to mention, you can, if you're listening on Spotify, and you can listen on any platform. But if you are listening on Spotify, you can just ping in a question directly uh, from the page you're, you're looking at. So it's a good feature they've introduced. From Pete, what would happen to the future of UK politics if 200,000 moderate centrists joined the Tory party? Well, it would be like an asteroid strike. I mean, it, <laughs> it, 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 would, it would completely transform the character of the party. It's got, it's got, they've got about 170,000 members now. Um, they're overwhelmingly pro-Brexit, populist yeah. right. They, they pick the leader, uh, yeah. the party. The parliamentary party gives them a short list of two, they and they're reliably wrong. They chose yeah. Ian Duncan Smith over Ken Clark, Boris Johnson over Jeremy Hunt, Liz Truss over Rishi Sunak. Now, you know Sunak has finally got it and is, is a disaster too. But yeah. Truss was a catastrophe. Yeah. So the answer to Pete's question is that it, you'd basically be inventing a new party, yeah. a one nation party that might, act, in fact, be you know, a good opposition to a Labour government. But we've seen this kind of entryism go spectacularly wrong in the past, yes. haven't we? Like Corbyn in and and uh, Corbyn Easters into Labour, militant into Labour. Yeah. And, and Labour certainly didn't benefit from that kind of entryism. Wouldn't a better solution be for those 200,000 moderate centrists to try and reinvent uh, the Liberal Party, the Liberal Democrats or something, or, make them I mean, effective. I, the reason I don't think it's going to happen is because, first of all, the Conservative Party's made it abundantly clear since Boris Johnson's purge in 2009 that it doesn't want these people. Yeah. And secondly, because, to be honest, there is a pretty serviceable moderate centrist party called Labour at the moment. Now, yeah. it's not perfect, and yeah. we've discussed its imperfections often on the pod, but, you know, what? why would 200,000 people who are prepared to sign up to a party go to the Tories. It would have to be, if it was going to happen, it would have happened under Corbyn. Yes. And it didn't. Yes. Yes. While, while Labour was, well, Labour was sort of flirting with the left. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It just didn't. Yeah. Thank you, Pete. Next question, please. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. 
Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plushcare. Plushcare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. And it's from Jack Spencer, again via Spotify. Very good. Great. Oh, this is a good question. Controversially, can you recommend a center-right podcast? I listen to The Rest is Politics, The Two Mats, and The News Agents, all I would consider to be left of center. Is there a right of centre to balance my views? What do you think? Well, um, two thoughts occur. One is, I think, um, if you want to sort of uh, really intelligent mainstream right of centre podcast, Spectator Coffee House Shots is great. Um, Boo! <laughs> well, I'm just <laughs> the opposition. Go to on, the question. Go on, no, no, no. Go but go I mean, they've got a great team there. I would yeah. say that's so used to it. Yeah, yeah, I'm very yeah. fond of it. Um, yeah. But it is actually high quality. Um, and and uh, you know, it, Jack's point about getting a different perspective—they really do deliver that. Yeah. The other thing I'd say, which is more controversial, is that um, I think if you want to really understand what's going on right of centre, you have to go to America because. The, the the ecosphere of right right of center thinking now is not really the UK it's not UK centric. Yeah. It's 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 MAGA, it's America, it's how far MAGA, how not. And I would recommend uh going to the daily just as opposition researchers finding out what's going on, go to the Daily Wires podcast. Yeah. Now you don't have to pay a penny because it's on most of their podcasts lend uh end up on YouTube. Yeah, you know Ben Shapiro, Candace Owens, Matt Walsh. You'll probably, if you're a listener to this podcast, be horrified by what you hear. Um, I would call them DeSantis Republicans rather than Trump Republicans. Yeah, but what is useful about those that is that they tell you what is going on in the kind of mulch and the stew of American. Yeah, conservative, and they're intelligent. You know, even yeah. if you disagree, as I do, radically with them, it's helpful. So that's Good. my kind of recommendation well i i was going to say the obvious one which is a lesson in in both kind of slightly right of center politics and podcasting which is joe rogan i think oh you yeah know, just as a, a master of the art form but the other one as who who is also a master of the art form but is utterly 
you know, reprehensible is Tucker Carlson. Oh, yeah. And t- the now Tucker- on X. Now on X. And, you know, if you want to listen to... Uh, when we used to go to the States on holiday, I used to love watching the Tucker Carlson show on of Fox because it was so entertaining. That's the, the problem. And that's the problem. I mean, it, yeah. it's interesting. I, I mean, this is probably the, the, the subject of a whole podcast, but... Rogan is fascinating because you're right. I mean, he kind of nestles in the that masculine right of center world, and yet he himself, yeah, he's quite liberal, isn't is, he? Yeah. Well, he is. I mean, he's a Bernie Sanders, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, so yeah. there's uh, there's a complexity going on in American podcastry, which is these people are definitely not Biden Democrats, but they are. But but they're they're. It's got something to do with manhood and all of that stuff. It's fascinating. Yeah, yeah. It's a really the, interesting... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Jack, there you are. There's a couple of recommendations. Hope that works for you. Um, Which films will be you be rooting for in the Oscar nominations on Tuesday from Clive Warren in East London? Thank you, Clive. Well, um, I really liked Saltburn, I must say. Enjoyable film. I thought it was great. And I love Barry Keegan. It's murder on the dance floor, you know. It really is. But, I mean, I thought... <laughs> I, I, I did think it was it was a terrific kind of old-fashioned um, plot that, you know, it was kind of... You could probably work out where it was going a little bit before the end. Yeah. But it was... But I also liked the very last scene. Oh, yes. Which, and I which loved- has inspired a whole um, raft of uh, mimics who yeah. on TikTok, I guess, I've not yeah, seen yeah. this, but, you know, they, they run around their house to <laughs> murder on the dance floor by... Naked. Uh, what's her name? Sophie Ellis Bexter. Well, um, I thought that was a really good... The poor guy who got slaughtered at the Golden Globes, the guy who emceed the Golden Globes. Oh, yes, yeah. What was his name? Joe... I can't something remember, yeah. Other? But he made this gag. He said, is Barry Keegan in the house? And and he was. And he sort of raised his hand and he was sitting towards the back. And he said, where's where's your penis sitting? Is it sitting up front? It was kind of like- I mean, fair play to him. I think Barry Keegan is, is the most exciting actor around. He's amazing. He's, yeah. uh, and we're going to see great things from him. Um, yeah. So my choice is, well, anyone who's listened to <laughs> this podcast will know that I have a complete and probably unhealthy fixation with Oppenheimer. So yeah. that's the one and uh, we'll move on quickly because I don't yeah. want to do another Oppenheimer yeah 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 two hour no, an amazing film um, but the other movie I'd mention is um, Poor Things yes uh, by one of my favourite directors Yorgos Lanthimos who made um, Killing of the Sacred Deer and The Lobster another great Barry Keegan film another great Barry and, and I think and it's it's batshit crazy it's a sort of steampunk feminist up, uh, version of Frankenstein is the best way okay it, with Emma Stone <laughs> in a, a performance that i mean if there's anyone who's going to uh not really gladstone out yeah. of that spot it's going yeah. to be her i hope she gets nominated anyway brilliant okay well there you go it's going to be a good it's going to be a good oscars this i year. think it is the, the, the great quality's movies. been terrific hasn't it yeah. no really good thank you thanks clive. clive in east london thanks for that and if you've got questions for us uh please send them into two mats at tnepublishing.com that's two mats the number two m-a-t-t-s at tnepublishing.com. Don't forget your subscription opportunity to sign up to The New European uh, for less than a pound a week. And that's at www.theneweuropean.co.uk forward slash two mats. Thank you as ever to our production team, Matt Hill at Rethink Audio, assisted by Ollie Peart. And until our regular podcast on Friday. Have a great Sunday. Have a great Sunday. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app. You can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.